Mama. Mamon. Mom. Mommy. Mommy. This is Mother Mine. Six. Sociable. Oldest brother. The joke we have with my mom is my new best friend because her stream of acquaintances was so consistent and it was just so classic for her to come home from any outing and talk about my new best friend. She would always drag us to one more exhibit on the field trip, you know, grab one more thing at the store, stop and talk to one more neighbor on the way home, which could be exhausting, but also got us into some unique and unforgettable adventures that normal people would never have. One of the classic examples of this was in 1989, and our family was on a trip to Israel. We were wandering around the old city of Jerusalem in the Armenian quarter, and my mom spotted this shrunken old nun walking into this secret little doorway in this compound. And so she goes and chats up this nun. She doesn't speak any Armenian. The nun doesn't speak any English, but she still gets us, you know, her and the five of us kids invited into this convent. We get to explore this secret convent inside these walls, which was probably 400 years old. She got us invited to this like special tea ceremony. We got to look all around the place. And that was because she had a conversation with a stranger. It was 2008. She was almost 60 years old and we were on a hike in Colorado in the winter and she slipped on some ice on the trail and broke her wrist and her ankle. And she was like lying there and my cousin and I had to put our arms around her and help her get down the last bit of the trail. And that was, you know, the first time in my whole life, I was 32 at the time, when she had not had like endless energy and endless capability and strength for whatever she was doing. So yeah, for the first time ever, I just felt this like deep tenderness because I finally had to take care of my mom instead of her taking care of me or the other people around her or her taking care of herself. My grandpa committed suicide when I was 15 on New Year's Day, but since then we just try to keep my mom busy all day because I know she doesn't want to think about it, uh, but I don't, I don't really know how it's affected her since then. I haven't ever processed it with her. Um, I don't know my parents' funeral plans or their wishes. I don't know how much money my dad makes. I don't know their retirement plans or what they want to do with any inheritance. So. Maybe I'll bring up funeral plans at dinner tonight. Whether it was some weird haircut that I wanted to have or some unusual outfit, I wanted to express my special, unique self and my personality and be weird, whereas my mom wanted me to be accepted and for people not to make snap judgments about me because I look different. The example I'll always remember was I was interviewing at an ad agency in Boston in 2001 when I was just starting my career and my mom convinced me to wear a dress shirt and a tie. 
And in most cases, that would have been a good move in an interview. But of course, ad agency creative department culture was sneakers and t-shirts. And so I came in and everybody kept kind of looking at me with a side eye and asking me, wait, are you like supposed to be over interviewing an account service? And so I felt kind of betrayed and I was kicking myself. So I was like, dang it. Oh, I shouldn't have done what my mom said. But that example also stands out because in general, of course, like my mom's right. People do judge you based on your appearance. And if you fit in to the context or the convention of that situation, then, you know, it opens a relationship in a different way than if you look really unexpected or if you look unusual. I'm an adventurer, a learner, a seeker, a singer, a runner. But most of all, because of my mom, I'm someone who connects people and invites them in. You know, someday, I hope many years from now, my mom will be in a hospital bed and she'll be inviting the nurses in, offering them some of her food and making them feel cared for and appreciated. Thank you so much for listening to Mother Mine. I'd like to say a huge thank you to all of our contributors. If you'd like to submit your thoughts about your mother, we'd love to hear from you. Just visit OurMothersOurselves.com. That's OurMothersOurselves.com. And click on Mother Mind for details of how to participate. There will also be a link in the show notes. I'd like to say a huge thank you to each and every one of our Kickstarter backers. Your generous contributions have made Mother Mind possible, and I am so grateful. Mother Mind is created by me, Katie Semro, and produced in conjunction with Our Mothers Ourselves. Buenas noches, mi amor. Duerme bajo el rosal.